0: Mental health check in with leak. Come on and check in with me.
1: Mental health check in with leak. Come on and check in with me. Mental health check in with leak. Come on and check in with me. Come on and check in with me. Mental health check in with leak. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Mental Health Check In with leak Today I have very special guest my little bro my homie geo how are you my brother
0: i'm good i'm alive i feel good how you feeling i'm
1: doing good brother um thank you for coming over here guys a long time ago before there it was a mental health check in podcast i had geo on my instagram live where we talked mental health and it was only right to bring my brother to season 3 you know and talk mental health you know so my first question geo for you I'm
0: gonna ask you this because I ask everybody that comes on my podcast, "How is your mental health?" Uh, so that's that's as a 19 year old, that's a tricky question because uh, you know the whole transition from being a young teen to a soon adult and stuff. So at the moment, I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. I'm I'm feeling pretty stable. Um, I can't say that I felt this the way that I feel now a couple months ago, but I feel like I have a sturdy plan and um, I'm honestly I'm getting better. I feel good. I I feel strong, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. I feel, I feel great. So. Thank you, brother. Thank
1: you. I say this all the time. I like to ask that question because I feel like it gives like a dialogue. Instead of asking somebody, how are you doing?
0: You know, I can ask you,
1: Hey, how you doing? Anybody can be like, you know, I'm okay. You know, but when you ask somebody how's your mental health, that opens the door for a deeper question to really, 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 really check on somebody. So thank you for answering that
0: question, my brother. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, bro. Feels good. Thank you.
1: Feels good. Thank you my next question for you was is growing up for you, right? You know, you're 19 growing up, was it okay not to be okay for you?
0: Um, I feel like it wasn't. But I learned at a later age that it was, like, I feel like I, I I wish I could talk to my younger self and just tell them, like, 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 like you said, it's it's okay to feel hurt, it's okay to feel like some type of neglection, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, to, to go through my struggles alone, like, it's, it's okay to deal with your problems alone, and you know what I'm saying? Like. Or even, or even to go with some, like go to somebody. I wish I would have went to certain people about certain things, but yeah. that's uh, I don't know. That's just not how it uh rolled growing up for me, at least in the household that I was in, and uh, it just made things a lot harder. It made things, you know, stick with me a lot longer, and uh, it just I don't know. It, it was a negative effect by it was it was a lot of negative traits that I've gained by not having the mindset that it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. So I wish I would. I could definitely tell my younger self that, but, you know, we just got to go forward, moving forward from now and yeah, you live and you learn.
1: Thank you for that, brother. And ladies and gentlemen, like, you know, people, households are different, you know, sometimes, you know, it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes, you know, mental health is talked about, you know, sometimes it's not. So, you know, every household, looks different. I just want to remind everybody that um, my next question for you is um, there's a stigma right surrounding men I mean mental health there's also a stigma surrounding mental health and, you know you being a young cat you know what do you say to that stigma that say that men can't cry you know we can't be weak we can't show emotions you know we have to man up what do you say to that stigma?
0: I feel like there's a time for everything. Yeah. Um. There's a difference between really needing to cry and, and and just having that just you every man should be allowed to cry. Every man should should you know what I'm saying be allowed to to cope to certain things when they feel down and weak. And you know what I'm saying? It's just there's just a time for everything. Like like I, I don't know an example I could say. Like I, I guess you could say like grieving or or like a heartbreak or or even just frustration, you know, with, with all the obstacles that life is bringing you. Like it's okay to cry. It's okay to to want a hug from somebody. It's it's okay to want to be babied for a little bit and just have a tantrum and and do whatever. It's it's honestly okay with that. But when you do that, you have to be ready to put your pants back on and attack the you know attack those obstacles head first, fresh, brand new, and clean.
1: Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, my next question for you, I want to ask you, like, what does mental health mean to you? Uh,
0: it's a very uh, <laughs> mental health. I would say, um, I don't know. I don't know. Can you reword that question? Like, I, it's like I'm thinking, like, nice. such, like, a broad... When like, you think of inside.
1: when you think of mental health, the word mental health, right? What does that mean to you? Like, what like what does it mean to you when you think of the
0: word mental health? Like, I think about like, character. Yeah. Like, I I, I think about character because people can be so different when they're mentally stable and yeah. mentally unstable. Like, I remember being at an unstable part of my life. I'm kind of. I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm stable now. I definitely wouldn't say that now. But I remember being in a much more unstable um, part of my life and just kind of feeling out of control of what was going on in my own body. And it was just, it was hard to cope with things. And I would lose control when it comes to my emotions. And the thing was, I didn't want to get better. I got to a point where I didn't want to feel better. I just wanted to do whatever. Like, it was what it was. Like, I was miserable like that. So I feel like it's definitely character because I wasn't, I just did it. I wasn't a good person. I wasn't somebody somebody that people wanted to be around. Um, versus now, you know, I'm getting back to how I used to be, you know, that happy, kind person, somebody that goes out of their way to to make sure somebody's okay, you know? Somebody that goes out of their way to make a happy person even happier, you know? Yeah. So I I definitely would say it, it's it's character. It's it's how somebody's personality is and and how they live their life.
1: Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my next question. Before we get to the next question, I wanna say anybody that's out there struggling with any thoughts of suicide or deep dark depression, there is a suicide prevention lifeline. All you have to do is dial 988. The number is so easy now. All you have to do is dial 988. If you or you know someone that's struggling, if you're struggling, please, the suicide prevention lifeline, is out there and I want to ask you a question. I'll answer it first, right? Have you ever in your life thought dealt with any deep dark depression, thoughts of suicide, or just thoughts of not being here? So I'll start off first, right? So um I, you know, uh, dealt with so many thoughts of suicide, tried to attempt and at everything because you know a lot of stuff that happened in my life, you know, molested by two of my male cousins. Um so you know, experiencing grief and everything, physical abuse as a child and stuff like that. um So, it's times where I tried to go. It's actually times where Geo probably Geo was on the other line of the phone where I just didn't want to be here, and I had my little ACO brother telling me to get get my shit together. You know, I need you here and stuff like that. You know, that was like a wake up call for me and stuff like that. And I always forever thankful for my little brother and love him for that and stuff like that you know it was definitely a wake up call like I'm older than him like who are you, <laughs> what are you talking to but you know you need that and I want to ask you Gio like, have you ever dealt with any you know any other thoughts
0: um growing up I definitely have been in a position that I was in I felt like there was a lot of times where I don't think I would have ever done it I would have never uh I actually made that decision only because I think about other people too much, yeah. but, um, it was definitely a lot of times, a lot of times in my life where I just felt like I just didn't want to feel anything. I didn't want to be here. I didn't want anything to do with anything. And it was just, I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And I was, I wish that decision was made for me a lot of the time. And, uh, it's really unfortunate, you know, that feeling sucks, like, that loss of motivation towards absolutely everything that's going on in your life, everything, when it comes to family and friends, when it comes to, you know, the things that you do have going for you, and it really makes you think, like, like, how fortunate you are, and you're feeling like that, kind of makes you feel selfish a lot of the time, but that feeling that you have is, like, it's so overwhelming that nothing matters, like, it doesn't matter how people care about you or, or, or if you have a good job or not, or if you're making money and stuff like that, that feeling is very overwhelming. So I definitely don't take that lightly. Um, And uh, yeah, so I definitely have, and I pray to God that I I never do ever again, because that feeling is just very uh, tough.
1: Yeah. um, Anybody out there that's listening to this episode, um, if you're out there struggling and's somebody struggling make sure um, you reach out to the suicide prevention lifeline um make sure it's dial 988 the number is 988 and before we get out to that I just want to say Geo I've seen Geo's growth you know from where he started from you know I believe Geo was a believer of God and stuff like that so I'm here to her, you know say God and everything and talk about it you know your mom, Pray for times like that. So there you talk about it, man, just
0: makes me smile, just makes me like, man, like I seen Gio so start to now. Yeah, to like when that. I was low at my, literally nothing, I was just that tiny little 14, 15-year-old kid that was just like so lost versus somebody that, like he saw me when I was lost and I was just nothing, just like whatever, just this little kid to somebody that started dealing with so many problems in my life. To somebody who found God and everything felt amazing to becoming a young man and uh trying to get through this thing called life, stuff like that. And hopefully, he sees more, you know, stuff like that. If God willing,
1: um, my well, last question for you, right? Um, you don't have to answer, but I want to answer this because this is something we have in common. Um, how has grief affect your mental health?
0: Um, let me,
1: uh, let me go first, or you got it?
0: Yeah,
1: please. Okay, grief. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, I don't really talk about this that much, but um, she'll know me at I lost my mom in 2019 to liver cancer, and then nine months later, lost my sister. So, grief definitely messed up my mental Um, uh trying to mourn my mom and it just took forever i don't know i don't know if i was trying to be strong forever i don't know what was going on i just couldn't mourn the right way and there is no right way to mourn guys it's seven stages of grief they come in different stages you'll be at each stage you know grief is like a forever thing you know um can't nobody tell you how to mourn can't nobody you how to grieve and stuff like that people grieve differently people mourn differently so um, i'm just gonna put that out there so um it definitely messed up my mental health because soon as I was about to mourn my mom, lost my sister. And, like, it was a lot, you know. I walked away from church, you know, was questioning God and everything. And it, like, really hurt and stuff like that. Still to this day, like, and NAMI, you know, shout out to NAMI because I um, facilitate a free grief group with them. So, like, it's always good, um, you know, that I'm doing that and stuff like that where I'm in a stage in life where it's times that I miss... My loved ones, it's time, especially Christmas and holidays, guys. I am the worst with grief during Christmas, Thanksgiving. I'm sad, depressed. I feel lonely. I just miss my people. Um, Yeah, so make sure, I want to say, if you're dealing with grief and your mental health is in jeopardy, make sure you get to a therapist. You know, therapy is a must. A grief counselor, a free support group, or something that can help you, you know, so that you don't feel Mm -hmm. alone. Uh But I'll
0: go back to you, brother Gia. So grief is definitely a new feeling for me. Um, It's February 6th right now. And uh, on a couple months ago in December, December 9th, I lost my aunt to uh, cancer. And then six days later, I lost my grandmother. I never lost somebody in my entire life. In my entire life of being on this earth. I never really lost somebody. And then of course, at the end of the year of 2022, I just happened to lose two very, very, very special women in my life. So grief is definitely new to me and I'm still grieving, but um, I feel like, so I didn't feel what you felt. I have no idea. Like you you lost your sister. You lost like, you lost people that I didn't lose. Yeah. And I, feelings that I can't imagine feeling. Yeah. But for me, it was like losing my aunt, it was like that was my aunt. So I felt like, yeah, I had to be there for my mom more than myself. So, yeah. And and it hurt, I'm not gonna lie, it hurt, it hurt really badly. But I could ama- I couldn't imagine losing my sister. That's my world. So I had to be there for my mom a little bit more. And then my grandmother, I didn't lose my mom. My my I'm so fortunate that I can hear my mom talking to my sister right now. Like I can literally hear them downstairs cracking up at whatever they're watching like I didn't lose my mom so I had to be there for my mother because it broke her that was her best friend so I just feel like mentally I just I kind of forced myself to be stronger than I was and it's crazy because I was still breaking down I was still crying I still like just I think it was just like a couple weeks ago I was I was literally just chilling scrolling through TikTok and I heard this girl singing. she was singing, she was like on, I think it was like the voice. She was singing and she was singing a song and basically uh the line it, one of the lines said um I hope you're dancing in the sky and it just it sucks like it sucks because yeah it's okay, bro I know my eyes are just like yeah but yeah um it just just sucks. I don't even remember what I was saying. It just completely took my. Yeah, I just I still agree to this day. I feel like mentally, uh, I I tried to be stronger than what I was, so I'm not too. It didn't. I don't feel like it hurt me too bad mentally, but at the same time, it's just that feeling that I never felt before. It's new, and that that's gonna be a feeling that I feel for the rest of my life. Like a feeling that now I know that I won't be able to talk to my grandmother or my aunt until god willing i go to heaven and it just sucks and now every opportunity that i get with my family i take it because the only thing i can think of is who's next and that's the worst feeling i promise that's the worst feeling ever like to think like who's next like i let let me get this last hour with them like who cares if i can't go to sleep next the next morning for work or like you feel i'm saying like why am i arguing with this person right now it's just it hurts, it hurts to even think who's next. Mm.
1: Um, and I just want to say to you, brother, you know, I love you so much and I'm so 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 sorry for your loss, you know. Didn't know your grandma I'm like that, but I knew you know, yeah, I, I love Marty. That's one of the first people I met when I came to your mom church. Um yeah. and I want you to know it's okay not to be okay, brother. It's okay to be at different stages in your grief you know sometimes you might be high sometimes you might be low it is okay as long as you bounce back you know you have people around you you got people around you that support you that understand you know like you say you know you know it's a family you know they understand the loss that you went through you know um and like i said it's okay not to be okay brother it's okay to grieve. grief is going to get hard you know you said this is your first time really losing somebody it's going to get hard, you know. It's going to be some times where you miss the hell out of them. It's going to be times where you just cry to yourself. It's going to be times where something just triggers you that you think about them. So, like, you know, I've been through that and everything. And, like, like, my mom, I've been going for, like, three years. I think my sister for two. But it seems like it's been, like, for a long time and stuff like that. Yeah. And I just want you to know, keep pushing, bro. You know, um, I love you, man. I love you.
0: I appreciate that, bro. Thank you, honestly. No problem. So let's
1: get into my next question, Gio. We know that there are coping skills for mental health. And I want to ask you, you know, guys. Gio is a boxer. You know, is that a cope? Is that like a coping skill for you to help with your mental health? I know you love the sport. You know, I know you yeah. love it. You're very good at it. But is that a coping skill to help you, like, with
0: the mental health? So honestly, um, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. It used to be. It used to be my biggest. Coping skill it was like, bro. Like I can go through anything, no matter what. No matter what it was, I can go through anything, and boxing will fix it up. Like boxing wouldn't only put a bandit over it; it'll stitch it up. Like it'll it'll cut whatever wound, it'll it'll heal whatever wound, whatever. Like it was, it was, it was the greatest thing that I that I had in my life, and I thought it would be like that forever. Until I was, you know, obviously consistent when it came to boxing. Every single day, it was my life. Yeah, and the moment it became my life was when it wasn't a, a coping skill anymore. Like, it was, it felt like a job and I was making sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice for boxing. And I was, I felt like I was missing out. And especially as a kid, that's not a good feeling to feel like you're missing out in your years, Um, in your, in your young years when everybody's, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know, but like it, it just felt like a job to me it just felt like a job to me so much to the point where it was very fatiguing and it wasn't a coping skill anymore it was more like yeah. i need something to cope from just boxing like you know what i'm saying so yeah. boxing can absolutely be the perfect coping skill for you guys but yeah. what i like to do now is run like well not now i always loved running but i used it as a coping skill after yeah. boxing wasn't doing it for me anymore
1: so, so I was really, going to get into that, though. I was going to say, like, geo guys, yeah. somehow, someway, this boy is a runner. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I run, my minimum that I like to run is 11 miles. Obviously, you know, you have to have smaller runs than that. But I love running, like, so much that I, I would do a minimum of 11. A lot of the times I do 15. And recently I started hitting higher miles, like 22 and, you know, 2019, I've been hitting higher miles like that. It's just it's just great. You know, you just get on the road. You don't got to worry about nothing. Put your headphones in. You don't. The one thing about me, too, is I don't focus on my pace, none of that. A lot of the times, you know, my my long runs, they'll be staying at like an eight-minute, seven-minute pace and stuff like that. But I don't pay attention to my pace. If I got to slow down because I'm hurting, I'll slow down. Like, like, I don't use it as a sport anymore. You know, I ran track and cross country in high school, but I don't use it for that anymore. I run for me, I run for my mental. Thank you, thank you. Um... Believe it or not, um, I was having a, a very, very bad mental breakdown because I, I was a college student Um, recently. I'm no longer uh, a college student because I decided to go another route, but I was having a really, really bad mental breakdown one night about so much, so many things that were going on in my life. And on top of that, I was dealing with so many emotions I was I was dealing with so many emotions and I still it was like nine o'clock at night and I had to write a I think it was like a four page essay yeah. um, about this beyond boring topic. And I just felt like so destructive. I felt like I just was like, I can't do this. I, I was just like, I can't do this. I was like, I need to run. And I told myself that I was not going to stop running until my legs could not take another step. I was willing to let my legs and muscles shred where I need to crawl home. Like I I just, that's how I felt. And that night I ran 30 miles, 30 miles. I don't know. I think it took me like six hours or something like that. I stopped, I didn't run 30 miles straight. It was, I ran 19 to my aunt's house. I ran like a whole route to my aunt's house which equal to 19 miles. And then I stopped, I rehydrated. Well, I didn't, you, you can't really rehydrate from that, but I drank you know, water, made sure I had some in my system. I was just eating bread. And I ate this thing called zipped off. It has like electrolytes and caffeine in it. And right yeah. after I ate that, right back on the road. And and I ran right back to my house. It was, only, it was like 11 miles. I literally ran 30 miles, but my legs felt like, like my muscles were tearing every step. Oh. Like it was like the last four miles, like it was so bad. But yeah. in my mind, I was just like, I don't care. Like, I, I don't care. I don't care. Suck yeah. it up. I don't care. Shut up. Let's go. Come on. And yeah. I did it. I, I did it 30 miles. Like, it, it it really helped me, though. It made me feel so good. And the next day, I felt better. I felt more. Of course, I was still stressed about the things that I was going through. But I was just, I felt like I kind of learned a lot of things in that run, you know? Yeah. So it kind of yeah. outweighed it, I guess.
1: Yeah, um, now I have one more question for you, but it's not, I think it's a question, but it's not a question. So um, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think you guys know, Gio is a twin. He is a sister that he's a twin with, right? And his sister, Gia, is part of the LGBTQ community, right? And right. I want to talk, I want to ask you something. I'll talk to you about something. Right. Um, Guys, Gio is... So 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 supportive of his sister. He does not play about his sister. Let's put it out there. And mm-hmm. all he's so protective. Like, um, you don't really see men like supporting, you know, their sibling or best friend with their community and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Geo is a person that don't doesn't give an f. You know, he's gonna support and stuff like that. Geo is like really mm-hmm. a nice person. He'll be nice to anybody mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, you know Geo. You know his heart. He's a cool person. Um, mm-hmm. how important.
0: Was that for you to support your twin? You know, that's your twin. So I, you know, so, I know you guys have older. My twin sister, bro, that's my rock, bro. That's yeah. my best friend. Like, like, out of everybody in this entire planet, other than my mother, of course, that raised me and stuff like that. Like, if I need anything, my sister would do absolutely anything for me and vice versa. And it's like my sister, bro, like... It don't matter what it is, it does not matter if I was wrong. It don't matter, it doesn't matter what it is, bro. My sister is always there for me. And it's like I know I can count on her. Like yeah. she's proven to me countless times that yeah. it's me and her against the world. So supporting her, like it wasn't even I feel like it wasn't even a thing for me. Like it wasn't yeah. even like a oh, I need to support her. It was just off the muscle. It was like, all right, that's what it is. Yeah. Like that's not I didn't, I never had to think about my sister in a way where it's like. Alright, I need to support her in this way, or I'm I need to be very supportive towards this. It's more like, is if that's what you want, that's that's what it is now. Like that's reality. It doesn't, that's yeah. that's what it is. Like so yeah. my sister even has a girlfriend, and I remember her being like saying she's like girls for the first time. I'm like, what? And I was supporting her, I was like, she cute, like whatever, like this and that, like whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. And me and her girlfriend are like huge, huge friends. Like we're like super, super close. Like We'd be yeah. texting each other all the time. She used to cut my hair. Like when I was living in New York, yeah. she would pick me up. Like it was just, we're super close. Yeah. Like that's my that's my guy.
1: Yeah. And um, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Gio said, you know, him, you know, him that being his twin, you know, supporting Gio is just like a supportive person. Gio um uh, be friends with anybody. He's not definitely not judgmental. He's a cool person. He has a great. Great hearts and stuff like that, and Geo, I appreciate you coming on today. You know, um, I'm trying to we, we try to set this up for a while, but I'm glad that mm-hmm. you did this day, brother. Thank you so much for being a guest, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, brother. It means a lot. Cool, this no, is no, my no. little brother, y'all. This this is my little brother right here, and like I'm just so so. Gio, I want to tell you that you know I'm so proud of you after all you've gone through, and after all you you know like accomplished. You know that you still stand, and you still fighting and stuff like that you know family means a lot to geo means a lot to geo you know and i'm just so proud of you brother
0: i really appreciate that and i really appreciate uh you allowing me to be on your podcast yeah. and who knows maybe in a year from now we do it again yeah. i'd be
1: down. thank you brother thank you so much of course